Blog Talk Radio. Uh, I'm your host, Jonathan Moody, and tonight we have our lovely, lovely co-host, uh, Laura Jean Lemaire. How are you doing, Laura? Hey, Laura, are you there? No. Uh, okay. Uh, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. Good. And uh, we also have our guest for tonight, uh, Jack St. Hunter. How are you doing, Jack? Oh, I'm quite well, mate. How are you? <laughs> we're, uh, yeah, I'm doing great. Um, we were, right before the show started, we were talking about the British lady that uh, loves to introduce the show and everything. And yeah. if you guys have never been on Blog Talk Radio, you don't know that, like, the lady will count down um, every, like, uh, minute, uh, you know, up until, uh, you know, from 15 minutes to whatever, uh, when you set it up. So it's like 15 minutes until showtime, and then uh, so yeah. it, it just sounds a lot more professional, I guess. Uh, yeah, having I mean, yeah, somebody I, uh, not from I, America. I'm not British, by the way. I'm I'm a proud <laughs> American. I love I just love the British accents and the Scottish and then the Irish and then you get O'Shea and I just love them all, mate. Love them all all the way from down under, you know. <laughs> uh, so once again, um. So, Zach, um, and I guess we're all, since this is a roundtable, uh, and I usually have like more than one guest or whatever, but we'll, we'll just go all around and kind of talk about how how did we all get into this business? Like, what, what brought us into uh, wanting to be a filmmaker or an actor or being in the entertainment industry? So, uh, Zach, uh, you start off. All right, well, I was watching porn when I was 12, and I was like, no, I'm kidding. Um, I was, um, I, I think what got me into it was when movies, like, scared the shit out of me. And I was like, you know, I'd like to, to you know, do that. You know, I'd like to see how, um, I'd like to be that guy that, you know, like, would scare people with my movies. So, you know, I started doing the stop-motion animation um, little projects with my like Star Wars collection and stuff like that. So that's really how I got into filmmaking. And uh, I've been like, I guess professionally doing it. I mean, I don't know if you consider like um, doing stuff when you're a teenager professional, but I mean, actually I made movies back when I was, you know, 15 and 16. So um, I've been doing it. I've been doing it for about, I guess, 12, 17, oh shit, how, like 17 years now. Um, and it, oh, wow. it's fun. I, I just love. I, the reason I got into it also is just like to entertain people, because I've always been that guy on stage and theater and stuff when I was a kid. You know, my mom always said the world is your audience. You know, the the world is your stage. You know, you just you just entertain people, and um, that's that's what I did, and that's I, I just love to entertain. You know, that that's when you can make someone laugh or scared because of something you created. It's it's pretty it's fun. 
Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so how about you, Laura? What brought me into the film industry or the horror industry specifically? Right. Um, yeah, just what, what got you into wanting to be an actress or, you know, and also produce? So, like, what got you into the uh, film industry? I guess if we're doing just our, um, everything. I guess when, when I was, ever since I was three, I, um, I, I think the majority of people probably listening that, that know me knew I, I grew up uh, as a ballet dancer. I was a ballerina for a really long time, and I was in theater, and uh, I uh, was a singer, dancer, and actor um, in theater from when I was a little girl. So um, uh, I moved to New York, and uh, was uh, I got my theater visa out there, and I was doing a lot of stuff out there, and I uh, worked with Sesame Street as a performer with them and uh, was puppeteering as Elmo with Sesame Street. And then through that, um, I just ended up falling in love with this ever since I was little. So I guess what first got me interested in doing this in my life was the Shirley Temple videos when I was a girl, seeing, you know, all the dancing and the singing and the puppeteering and and then you have, you know, Judy Garland and all her movies. And I, I just grew up watching all the classics, you know, Spud Spare and Ginger Rogers. And I was just like, that's totally up my alley and that's what I want to do. And I ended up doing that for a really long time. And then um, ended up um, getting more involved into the film industry. And then I got to work with Broadway Channel as a dance choreographer. And they brought me in. Um, once they found out I was also an actor, a singer, they had me sing and dance for their... Um, events that they were having in New York City, and that got me into the film industry. And then, um, long story short, um, I think, John, I think you know the story. I had a fiancé of mine pass away um, uh, from a heart attack, and he always believed in me uh, doing films. And so when he passed away, I decided I'm going to dedicate all my time to film for him and uh, and try to do this um, for him and what he saw me doing, and I've been doing it now for a few years, and actually fallen in love with it, and I don't think I will stop. I definitely keep doing it here as well, but film is definitely my my next and one true love, for sure. <laughs> so that's that. All right. Well, there well, you my, go. My story uh, wasn't that emotional. I feel that it, uh, okay. Well, no. <laughs> don't worry. Mine will be even less emotional. Um, so okay. she, she wins on that. But um, I, uh, you know, what basically got me into it was I wanted to be an actor when, you know, I was a kid, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I think I talked about this on the show maybe even last time, which, you know, like, I don't know if you heard that, Laura, but uh, I wanted to, you know, I originally wanted to be a Ghostbuster. Like, I thought uh, those were real, you know? I thought those people were real when I was a kid. And so, you know, then I realized they were actors. And once I realized they were actors, you know, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. You get to be, pretend to, to, like, fight ghosts yeah. or do this or do that, you know, and that's kind of cool. So I got into acting. And then I got kind of scared in, like, middle school on acting. And I mm-hmm. uh, wavered, like, away from that, and I started writing more um because that's like more behind the scenes and it's more personal and that's more you know all this other stuff so i became a writer at like 13 doing like little scripts i did like a pilot 
uh, that probably wasn't big enough to be a pilot, you know, and I didn't know what I was doing, what I was all Then I, uh, and then I was like 17, 16, and I discovered clerks and um, realized, oh my God, oh, I can actually yeah. direct something, make something. And uh, so it got me to want to like start diving into that. And I got 19, I got a camera and I started filming stuff and, um, you know, which is a little late. Generally, you start filming stuff like 13 or 12 or whatever, but, you know, um, mm-hmm. probably why I'm 36 years old and finally getting shit going, uh, <laughs> you know, but. Uh, hey, I know the that's feeling, that's dude. Kind of... it, it took me, yeah. Go ahead, sorry. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, I'm just saying, like, it took me, you know, I'm 32, about to be 33 in July, and it took me, you know, literally like 14 years to get to the point where I am now and that's what a lot of people don't understand it takes a lot to get to the point where we are now in order to um, you know to to be where we want to be right but, and sorry. even once right. you're at you want to be you still have to keep busting your balls like exactly. <laughs> you get to a point or you get to a point where it's like you get to where you want to be and you really push yourself even further well, that's the life of an artist, you know. It's, we're never, we're, I feel like we're never happy with where we're at. We just want to keep growing, you know? <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, I completely get it. Like, when that first movie came out, I just wanted just to, like, let's do more. You know, it was it was hell in post-production. But, you know, the whole creativity part of it, you're like, man, I, just, I want to keep going. I want to keep doing this thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, Mr. Moody. <laughs> well, no, I mean okay. just, that was it. That was really my that was really my story. I just I just uh, started working on it, and then I think it was 2009. I did a short film with uh, some friends, you know, and it felt more like a a real movie, you know, than anything mm-hmm. I'd ever done. And uh, because most of the time I was trying to feature, at, you know, in 2006 I tried a feature called. Um, my girlfriend, the serial killer, and it uh, it was it was so bad, like it just did not work, and I wasn't able like you know shooting on like no budget with your friends, and they're not really actors, so they don't really care, you know, and all this stuff. It was yeah. just, it was a pain in the butt, and it kind of for like um, I dived into podcasting then, you know, right. And I started to mm-hmm. ask questions and find out more about what people did to kind of do that. And that took about two years, basically, before no, maybe three years before I actually, you know, went out and did that short. And then after that, I was like, well, I know all these people. I can start, you know, casting. And I made, I finally made Scary Stories Slumber Party and finished it in 2012. Um, and yeah. that to me was like the biggest deal was I actually finished a fucking film. You know, it took a long time, but it took a lot longer. And and you, uh, Jack, you're you're, you know, you got your anthology series, the Paranoia Tapes, and stuff. So you yeah. know, like sometimes that takes a lot longer uh, if you're doing it yourself. You seem to be able to be lucky to find people who are able to kind of submit stuff to you. But like me, I was like. You know, I wanted originally to do that. I actually had two friends submit short uh, shorts just so I could make the deadline. Uh, but I really wanted yeah. to be like in control of it. You know, like I want—I barely, I barely wanted 
you know, because I knew that this wasn't going to be a huge, huge deal yet, you know, but it was going to be a launching point for me. And so, anyway, that was, that was my story. That's how I got into this business. And uh, so um, my next question for everybody is, what is your, like, biggest pet peeve in the industry? Like, what is the thing that oh, kind of drives you freaking bonkers? And this is going to be a fun one. I think everybody will have something maybe different. And, uh, and and we can just kind of all – it's not, it's not bad now, but – what? Well, are you asking me first or are you asking Laura? Well, yeah, yeah, Jack, you go first. <laughs> um, posers. Let's just keep it real. I hate filmmaker posers. Um, I cannot stand when people call themselves a filmmaker – and they are not. Uh, they have, like, cool, you know, posters and stuff. And then they create an IMDb page with a friend because they can't afford it IMDb Pro themselves, which is understandable. I was in that position, too, before. But I cannot stand when, when projects are talked about and there's nothing going on with them. Like, what I can't stand is, is like, it's a person marketing a movie for, like, three freaking years and then it never coming to, to port, uh, fruition. And all they have is a trailer that's ripped off of someone else's idea, and it has nothing to do with their movie. And then they go on say, oh, I got these big names for this, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, is what, what they don't realize is they're blackballing themselves. They're fucking themselves because you're, you're getting all these big names, supposedly big names attached to these, these projects. And you are making an ass out of yourself and every single filmmaker out there that is trying to do this because when people hear, oh, an indie filmmaker is trying to do this, and they're like, yeah, I'm on board. And the thing is, is it never comes to be. It never comes to fruition. It never, nothing amounts out of it. And they, uh, they just, um, they, they blacklist themselves, and it makes all of us filmmakers look really bad. And I can't stand it. I can't stand that. And there's two people out there right now that I can't fucking stand. I'm not, I can't name drop them <laughs> because I'm a little bit more professional. Um, I want to so bad. And people who know me and know my company know exactly who I'm talking about. But the thing is, they'll go on Instagram and then they'll go on their Facebook, and which most, both of them block me because I call them out and they're bullshit. Um, and they say they got all this stuff. They got, they got so many investors wanting to do this, but yet... You're online talking about, um, oh, my, you know, I need money for a hospital. You know, I need money, my blah, 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 so sick and shit like that. And it's like, dude, you say you got all this money, and how is someone going to give you money to make a movie when you can't even keep your lights on in your house? You know, it, it's stuff like that. Right. Um, and it, it's, it's really annoying. And... That that pisses me off to no end. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of great concept posters out there. But the one thing that separates Southern Psychos Productions from these fakers is the fact that we have these movies planned. I have a movie out now. I have a movie coming out next month. You know, it's, it's, we have sequels planned, and we have artwork for them that's going to happen. It's, we're, not, we're not fakers. We're not posers. We tell people this is what's going right. to happen, and it happens. You know, you're not going to wait, you know, 10 years for a film to come out that you only have a short for. Or when you say, oh, this thing is premiering at this festival, and you message them, you're like, hey, I thought your, your film's done. And they're like, no, only the trailer is done. 
but the trailer has nothing to do with well, the movie, but yet they're marketing it as, it, oh, it just pisses me off. I can go on and a, on and on. I'm sorry. There's a filmmaker, and I'm not going to say name either, and uh, and you know him, um, Jack, because uh, I believe at one point you were going to work with him, but um, there was a uh, – he actually, um, you know, most of the time he talks about um, how he – you know, wants uh, you know, like he wants money, and then apparently the movie, uh, you know, or whatever, like he bounces from project to project, and then, um, and then all of a sudden he had, um, like he wants everybody to work for free for him, you know, like uh, okay, was does it, this uh, person's name rhyme with my name a little bit? Um, my last name. Which which one, Saint or Hunter? Uh, Hunter. <laughs> like with um, two, yeah, no. okay, yeah. No, 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 oh, okay. no, no, okay. not that not the same person, but and I don't know oh, okay, who ahead. that person is, but uh, okay. uh, I'm talking about um, uh, there, I'll, I'll no, there's there's another person. Uh, okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm just like the person at a tennis match, like watching the ball go back and forth. And I'm I'm holding a beer as we speak. I'm drinking a beer to this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jonathan, well, look at your Facebook. I just sent you the name, by the way. I, I yeah I think you know I, I'm a, now that I thought about it I'm pretty sure I knew who you're talking about, um but okay. no it, it it isn't him uh and um anyway we'll talk later about anybody yeah specific. we'll talk later yeah. but I'm just I'm just saying like there are there are people like that that uh, say you know and, and and you know who who can't get the projects out there I am one of those people too though like that have had that problem mm-hmm. um. This is why this year I'm planning because it's been since 2014 since I shot anything. Um, I've been just trying to get projects off the ground. It's like nothing, nothing's happening, you know. And that's a lot of it has to do with just I'm I'm still learning the business, you know, and everything, yeah, and raising yeah. money is fucking hard, but, you know. But, but that, what? Uh, go ahead, Laura. No, I was gonna say, but it isn't like yes, you you have. I mean, we discussed this because, you know, um, we'll hopefully be working on one together. But you haven't, it isn't like what Pat is saying, you know, these people have announced that there's something huge happening and nothing happens, but you you didn't announce anything. So technically, you haven't done anything. Like, you have people that you're talking to and wanting to work with, and you're like, hey, I have this thing, and you're hoping to get it done, but at the same time, you're like, oh, you know, I want to wait till I get a certain amount of budget to get it done, but you didn't announce anything. So in that sense, you're being you're being normal, like you're being professional, and yeah. that's like that's the yeah. industry, that's the film industry. Like there are a lot of people out there that are, you know, they have a really great script, they have a really great project, mm-hmm. they have the people, they get the people put together, and then all of a sudden they're like, well, I see something bigger with this. Let me wait before before doing anything. Let's wait and let's get a yeah. bigger budget, right. and that's what you're doing, and you're being smart about it because you want to pay your everybody. You want to put people in a good situation. So on that end, you're doing everything right, so don't put yourself down because at the end of the day, you're doing what you need to do, you know? Right. So don't put yourself yeah. down and, 
Um, I just sent you the oh, yes. uh, yes. or, uh, Jack. Yes, yeah. Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan. Yes. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck him. Sorry, bro. <laughs> And, uh, Laura, no, once again, tennis ball match going back and forth. But uh, it's fine. I've been uh, I just sent the uh, name of the guy, and he, I knew you was gonna he's gonna act that way. Too. Oh God, I had to, dude, I'm, I'm at work. I had, they just looked at me like I was crazy when I went on that rant. I had to walk outside. So if it gets kind of loud, I'm sorry. I'm I can't reveal where I am, but um, I'm yeah. So I. I so, sorry if it's going to be loud. You can't hear me. But, hey, here, yeah. What are you saying, Laura? He's at a strip club. He's at a strip club. That's where he's at. Yeah, yeah right. that's where I work. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Chippendale stripper. That's, that's where I make my, my thousands of dollars a night on, on my six-pack ass. In the war industry, I just do people have a lot of pet peeves, but I've been, I've actually been quite lucky. Most of my work there are fantastic people. I've really had enough time to get a pet peeve, but I do have one, and I posted this on the sheet recently, like a day or two ago. Um, but it's the fact that uh, people that are you're working with um, want you to. Uh, you know, if you if you don't, if they post something about the project or something, and you don't uh, share it like that day or whatever, I have I'm a really busy person. I have a really busy schedule, right? So there's a lot of times I don't get to something until like a couple of days later, or I don't text or message someone until like that night, you know. And I find on these days a lot of people will get frustrated. It's just like, hey, you didn't share this. Um, you know, I posted this an hour ago, and I was expecting you to share it, but you didn't. And if it's an hour ago, why are you having a go at me about this? I'll post it when I get home. You know, and there's a, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of, like, you know, because I'm, 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 I'm and then somebody like I'm a producer, I'm really proud of my husband and getting out there and doing a lot of stuff. So people know me as someone that's a really hard worker. So there are a few people out there in my life that like to like push my buttons in that way, and that's a pet peeve. They're like because I'm maybe too nice and do too much, they try to push the limits a little bit. And then when I when I don't do what they're pushing me to do, they get mad, and that's a pet peeve of mine. Because I'm like, don't get mad at me. I actually don't. You know. Um, so in that sense, it's like I don't like how this, um, this industry wants everything immediately, right away, like that an hour or 15 minutes. You're not trying to work. Like it just takes away. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I told dude, I I uh, with that first name that I sent you, Jonathan. This person was really getting mm-hmm. aggravated because he's like, nobody's sharing anything. I'm doing all the work, blah 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 blah. But uh, oh, real quick, guys, I, since I am at work, I might have to mute you guys because I gotta go do some work. But I like I'll keep you in my headphones and stuff. So if I I'll respond, I'll let you know when I'm back on, just in case I go muted. I'll okay. let you know when I go though. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm on overtime making good money doing interviews. Great. Hey, you know, and if they allow you to talk on the phone, that's great. Most shops don't even let you do that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know. Um, yeah, no, I understand that because... I'm not one of those people that ask people to promote stuff unless, I mean, unless it's maybe like a uh, a crowd funder or something, you know. Um, right. I, I yeah, ask people to, to promote it, but they don't have to like promote it every two minutes or something, you know. Or they don't have to. I don't. If I tag you in something, I'm not expecting you to fucking share it, you know. Or if I told, yeah. told you about a link or something, share it whenever you want or don't. Like it's. For me, as a filmmaker, it's your job as a filmmaker to promote the film. If you work with a, and here's what bugs me: there's a there's a filmmaker. I'm not gonna say his name, and he's been on the show, and I love him to death as a person. But he drives me nuts because he always he always 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 complains about people like actors not you know sharing uh info information about the movie or something, you know, or whatever, promoting the project. Yeah. And he complains about it and I'm like thinking and I didn't want to tell him this because I just don't want to unfr you know, people get get uppity and like unfriend you or block you or whatever because they don't agree because right. you don't agree with them. But yeah. my thing is oh you know, if I have an actor, you know, and say we make a short film together or something, right? And it's all out there yeah. and everything. Cool. And I say, Hey, do you mind sharing this? If they if they say no, then then obviously you didn't care about the movie. I'll probably never work with them again. Um, right. They never say no. They say, oh, you know, okay, give me, you know, when I get home, like you do, Laura. And I'll be like, okay, yeah. cool. I don't I don't expect you to share a short film like ten times a day, you know, or something, yeah. or a but you trailer or. Yeah, and that's the problem. Yeah. I literally get messages from some, like from some people. There's been like one or two people in my life that I work with where I would get messages saying, you know, I I expect the cast and crew like this would be to the whole cast and crew, and they would put us in an email and say we expect you to post this such and such um, every day at this Hey guys, this time. you're gonna go on mute real quick, real quick. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, but, you know, it would be like, you know, post such and such every day at this time. And at that point, it's like, well, uh, you know, I don't mind, you know, posting. It's, I'm all about, like, you know, I post when something comes out. I post when it's important. I post when it's fun. I post when this. And I'm definitely about posting my projects. I love everything that I do, and I post about them all the time. But it comes to a point when it's like, I don't want the people on my page to get tired of me posting the same thing every day, you know? Right. Like, I, no, I, I totally get that. <laughs> you know, because people like to be surprised. And if I'm posting the same right. thing, you know, twice a day or every day, my fans and my followers are going to get bored of it, and they're not going to want to watch it. They're mm-hmm. going to be like, okay, I've heard about this too much now. Like, what's the deal? But, you know, Especially when it hasn't even <laughs> happened yet. You know, like, I hate that stuff, too. In pre-production, people are just like, hey, can you promote this for me and everything? And, and you're thinking to yourself, well, it hasn't even been made yet. Um, yeah. I, I've been blessed to work with uh, Robert Elkins, who's a fantastic director, really great guy. Um, I love him to death. And he never wants to ask me to promote anything. I've promoted it yeah. all, you know, myself. 
you know, or whatever. And in fact, I had to like go to his page to see things that, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And that was, you know. It's funny because that's like, uh, that's like Hunter, Hunter Johnson that I work with, the director from LA Horror. Shout out to him. He's the same kind of person. Like I have to go to his page to be like, okay, what's next? You know? And I was like, oh, I want to share right. this or I want to share that. And you have to, or same with like Aaron Mento. Like sometimes he'll, he'll remember to tag but he's not looking to tag people to have them post. It's like they're they're posting it on their page because they're the director, and and then yeah, like we'll find it and we'll post it because we're super excited about it. I almost think it's almost like the child effect. Like you know when parents tell their kids, oh, don't go out, don't drink, don't go out, don't drink. Well, what do they do? They go out and drink. Or you know, I feel like mm-hmm. it's that kind of thing. Like I feel like it's when these producers and directors like constantly like growl at people about like post this post this post this it's, it kind of makes me like kind of like okay not, hold not on do it. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah you don't want to like, do it because you're being told to do it and i mean that's not yeah that's like a child thing but that's also like that's life you know like people yeah. i think that's something you learn you know like that's just how people are human nature that we will want to you know not want to do something if somebody keeps telling us to do it and you look at celebrity Instagrams and it's, it's not like, you know, you go to the guy that plays um, Ryan Reynolds, you know, he plays Deadpool, but he's not posting about Deadpool every two seconds at all. He's right. posting maybe a poster or two when it's about to come out or like maybe a few things on set, but that's it because he wants to keep people wanting more and it's all about wanting more. Mm-hmm. And then the promoter that Marvel or whatever has hired, they promote it. It's on their Instagram. They're promoting it. So it's like, you know, there's some there's some things it's like there's a give and take, you know. there's, a, You know, for me it's like less is more. So I kind of, I don't, mm-hmm. I, post, I post things when I feel like, oh, this is the right time to post about this, you know. But otherwise right. I, won't po- I won't post, but. If someone asks me to post, like I am that kind of person, if someone asks me to post, I'll definitely post it. But if you ask me to post it, if you tell me, there's a difference between asking and telling me. If you tell me to post it every day, which knock on wood, like I haven't had anyone do that to me personally, but if you tell me to post it every day, I'm not going to post it every day. (laughs) I'll post it once a week. Like, there we go. Once a week is good. (laughs) No, you have to post it all the time. All the time. Every day, every second, every hour. And I agree that that's a, that, that's a thing. Like, you are told to do this, um, and, and people don't want to be told to do anything. But I want to go back to you saying Instagram. And I, I, I was uh, – Instagram has this thing where they notify you when somebody goes live or whatever. And I remember oh, yeah. watching annoying. out one day. And, you know, it's just a little <laughs> annoying, but I kind of like it. Um, because I like to see what uh, people, like celebrities are doing, you know, whatever. It's just fun yeah. for me. Um, you know, but uh, Mark Wahlberg was going live. And I was like, what the fuck do you have to go on live about? And um, yeah. right. so I went to his uh, live and he was talking about Daddy, uh, Daddy's Home too, And it was literally about to come out you know, right about then, and he was just <coughs> telling people, hey, go see Daddy's Home too. Um, you know, we want more butts in the seats, basically, you know, we're excited about this project, and, you know, all this stuff. 
And I didn't see it. I mean, it wasn't because, you know, I just don't like to go to the theater much. And so it really takes a lot for me to get in, you know, go to the theater. But, um, you know, but I was like, wow, that is really good that, that Mark Wahlberg is out there promoting his stuff on Instagram where he has a huge amount of followers. Uh, but he, I didn't see like 20,000 posts about daddy's home. You know, it's not like he did that every day for a week and told people yeah. to do that. He did it once and it got enough attention and I'm sure it did pretty well because of that. I think that helps. Yeah. You know, exactly. Um, so exactly. That, so that's one thing. So if you're a, if you do another movie, Laura, and people are like, you know, and you go live and you say, hey, go check out this movie it's down the theaters or it's coming on Amazon, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, that's, that's the I thing, you know, doing, like. Which I will be doing soon, especially for Serena Waits, because Serena Waits is close to being coming out. FYI. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited about that one, honestly. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, I keep seeing uh, everything that Hunter's posting about it and just. Going nuts, um, and I'm also really, really excited about ugly, uh, ugly sweater party. So, um, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I, oh, that's one Charles is doing, right? Yeah, um, it's me, Charles, and Hunter um, in that one, and it's that's that's gonna be exciting. Jack, you know Charles Trudavala? Yes, uh, I know him through uh, Jennifer Nangle. She's actually the star of Paranoia Tapes Three. Uh, that comes out later this or mid year this year, and uh, he I wrote a, I wrote a part exactly for him and her well exactly for him because I saw him on a podcast or a radio show one day I was like oh he'd be perfect for like a character so I wrote a character just for Charles so that was really oh, that's cool. awesome. yeah yeah I that's love so cool. it. Yeah. That- well see that's what I love about um, getting people from you know, the industry, because it's such a small, mm-hmm. like the horror industry is really small. And yeah. that can oh, be a definitely. good thing, and it can also be a really bad thing, you know. Like when the person so. messaged you, you know. Right. I mean, let, let's, just, well, just, let's just, like, say this out, out loud. Like, all right, you got this franchise that's been scaring people for since... I before I was born, right. and you say you're going to attack the main Let's try not to get into person. anything too... <laughs> Specific, oh. just because I don't specific. want uh, well, you know. Well, no, any... <laughs> if you if you're doing a documentary on a film that is a cult classic and everybody knows about it, and you get the main star that played that character in your film, and you're just a piece of shit already, then you're gonna get. I'm gonna be quiet. <laughs> no, let's not. Let's not. <laughs> let's not keep going. Let's let's, just, I don't. Let's not, you let's know, not name the, drop. It's just. Yeah, and let's not let's not yeah, no drama because you. you know the show tries no to drama. be drama free drama. because I, me honestly I'm I, I know every you know I'm friends with a lot of people and stuff so I try to kind of keep everything neutral until somebody fucks me over then they're not like that uh, that guy I did he, message you about that is a guy that fucked me yeah. over really badly so I oh, barely he, ever uh, talked uh, to uh, him you know uh, yeah well, like yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, like I'm, I've been on, you know, like like I said, like I've been lucky. I've had, you know, I've worked with a lot of good people. So I, for me, yeah. I, I'm like, I don't know. Like I, I hear horror stories from other people, but knock on wood, I don't have any pretty horror stories about, you know, for myself. Like I pretty much have a good yeah. time with every project I'm on, and I, I get along with 
pretty much everyone. And, I mean, that's the ideal. Everyone wants it. It's like the ideal situation. So and I put it out there to anyone listening. I hope you guys all have positive filming experiences like I do because it's absolutely fucking amazing. And shout out to everyone that I've worked with. Love you all. You know, all that fun <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Happy to be here. Um, <laughs> All right, so but we're going to wrap this you, up because we, well, we've got about we've got about well, uh, thirteen minutes left, or not thirteen minutes, actually okay. less, uh, like uh, eight minutes left. <laughs> Crap. Um, okay. So let me, uh, so that we can wrap this up, I, I do want to kind of promote uh, paranoia, paranoia, yeah, paranoia tapes. One is available on Amazon, so people Amazon Prime. So if you have Amazon Prime, go check it out. Um, it is really good. I just watched it last night. Had a blast with it. Oh, um, <laughs> it starts off. It starts off like I. I was like, "Whoa, is this a documentary on uh, found footage films?" And it kind of starts off that way. Yeah. And it gets into being its own, uh, you know, uh, you know, own found footage film. And uh, I'm a huge fan of Nicola Fiore, and I just loved her. And she was so emotional. Yeah. And so good. I was telling. Dude, I was. Uh, you, I was messaging Dustin who produ- you uh, know helped produce the film and uh yeah. Dustin Hubbard and I was messaging him and I was like dude Nicola is so good and he was like yeah you know like it was just it was it was awesome you know well thank you so I just want to promote that and um uh and then I uh so you got Paranoia Tapes 2 coming out next month is it coming out on Prime? Yes I do it's yeah, uh, well, no, uh, right now it's, we're trying to suggest a, um, trying to do a, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, well, we got a distribution deal in the works right now I can't talk about, um, but hopefully it'll be on Netflix. Uh, that is, that is the big goal right there. Uh-huh. And that'd yeah, be awesome. I mean, we're, we're trying. Oh, Wait, what? I said, I said, yay! Congratulations! Hope that happens. Woo-hoo. Oh yes, yeah. That that I think that's the the goal for everyone. Um, when we yeah. when I first started out, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going on a rant. We'll talk later. But yes, thank you so much. Um, that that short she was in was inspired by my son who had colic. So oh wow! That yeah. So you got to watch that. It's it's one of the most talked about shorts in the film. Um, but what we're doing is we're doing a, a Paranoia Tapes 1.5, and okay. we are going to fix some mistakes. Okay. I love it. I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. You should, yeah, yeah. that's really yeah. cool. Are you going to take it off Prime, or are you going to leave that version on Prime? No. Yeah, that version's going to be on Prime, but this, the, the new version, uh, we're going to try to secure an, a whole other um, distribution, you know, company. Um I think that, that that's what's going to make or break it, honestly, because we, you know, we're kind of tied down with the first one. But with the title change and stuff added, it makes it its own new entity. Awesome. But uh, we, are well, looking, can... we are looking for filmmakers right now, though, because we are going to break the world. We're going to be in a book of Guinness. Well, the Guinness Book of World Records for longest-running found footage movie anthology series with continuity with each film that directs back to the first film. So that's our goal. Nice. And, you know, we want filmmakers to be a part of this experience and be and literally make movie history. So 
uh, any filmmaker out there that has a short or wants to do a short for us, just contact me, uh, southernpsychos.com, uh, S-O-U-T-H-E-R-N-S-Y-K-O-S. Uh, just email us from there, and let's, let's get it going. You want to make history, just email me. Please. Awesome. Um, yeah, uh, I want to tell you, um, I remember because, like, before Paranoia Tapes got finished, I think you were looking for, you know, a couple filmmakers, and Dustin actually contacted me and asked me to shoot one and, or shoot something like a found footage, like, thing, if I could, yeah. and then just submit it. And um, unfortunately, at the time, I just didn't have a camera, and I didn't have uh, – everybody was super busy, and I can't – like, I'm one of those people that I can't – if I'm going to have, like, a camera person, I have to pay them yeah. because – you know, they are, you know, they are doing what, uh, you know, they're very valuable. Sound people are very valuable. Those people get paid no matter what, you know, uh, generally. And sometimes I've done it where I I didn't pay people because they did it for free because they were friends and wanted to do that. But most of the time I pay my, my, you know, uh, my cinematographers or my sound guy, um, which I've, you know, had problems with sound guys charging you way too much um, and everything like that. So uh, I've kind of learned yeah. from, you know, my mistakes on that. But um, uh, but anyway, the point is um, that uh, I I was asked to do it, and I said, I asked Dustin, Dustin even remembers this, he said, because I asked him, I said, I think I remember you talking to me about this. And he was like, yeah, I think I even – we uh, asked you to be a part of it, and then you said, uh, you asked if there was pay, and we said no. <laughs> and I said, well, I can't, because I can't pay my, my people, I just don't have the money to do it. So I apologize yeah. for that, but, you know, um, it didn't seem like, it, it didn't seem like it all rested on my shoulders, so it's okay. Like, it got made, <laughs> you know, like, it wasn't all, yeah. you know. Just because I didn't, I said no, didn't mean that the whole end of the world. And I think that a lot of people should, uh, filmmakers should understand that, that like, uh, you know, that, that it's not all about you, you know, as a filmmaker. It's about everybody coming together to collaborate and to make something amazing. And I exactly. think that so you bring, is, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, well, I'm saying it, it, that's what Southern Psychos is all about. Uh, we bring people of like mind together, and we create art. You know, that's what we want. We want people who love it for the art and not for the money. Yeah, the money's good exactly. after all, but it, it, it's when you do it for the, the creativity, that's when it's amazing. And um, I think indie, film, indie filmmakers are the best people to go after because they don't do it for the money. You know, they do it for the exactly. art. They do it for the creativity of everything, and it's and it's amazing. And uh, I mean, I just want to give a big shout out to everyone out there that is, um, you know, a part of Paranoid Tapes uh, with my directors. Check us out on IMDb. Um, I got five of the films listed. Uh, two and three are somewhat in the bag. We need projects for or shorts for four and five, and then seven and eight coming next year, or actually somewhat this year a little bit, if, if it goes well. Yay! So, I mean, Laura, yeah. get your ass and start filming. Yes, absolutely. I'm <laughs> on it. Now that you said that, I'm like, I'm, I'm doing it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right, well, uh, it's about to end, so everybody kind of give your um, shout-out to, like, your Twitter or your Facebook. How can people reach you, Nick? 
Or not Nick. What the fuck? <laughs> um, how can what? people uh, re- reach you? <laughs> You're, yeah. Never mind. That, um, go ahead, Laura. <laughs> uh, Jack. <laughs> oh, okay. Me? Uh, <clears throat> well, they can reach me at uh, the Seven Psychos Productions LLC Facebook page and also the Paranoia page uh, among eight of the pages on there for the movies. And also on Twitter at Paranoia Tapes is where we pretty much do everything. And Instagram, Southern Psychos Productions, or SSP LLC, you'll find it. Just type in Paranoia Tapes, and it comes up under there. Uh, also, go follow Jennifer Nangle. She's a star of PT3, like I said, um, and Chad Mesenheimer, and all the other directors for Paranoia Tapes 2, Brad Rael, Stephen Damers, uh, Doug Plamitalo, um, oh, shit, Stephen Galen. Oh, go follow those guys. Go look for them. They're everywhere. It's amazing. All right. Um, well, it's about to end. I mean, so, uh, Laura? No, I was just yeah, going to use this time not to say anything about me, but to say if you 